Hello and welcome to Ongaku to You, your weekly uh, Japanese music podcast. Um, my name is Gray. Uh, unfortunately, Ken is not with us today. Um, it'll be me and Luna flying solo. Uh, say hi, Luna. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us for the week of February 11th. Uh, sorry that we're a couple of days late. We've had... Um, some behind-the-scenes shenanigans going on, and um, unfortunately, that delayed the podcast to a couple of days. But hopefully, next week we'll be right back on time. So, just um, bear with us, uh, growing pains uh, of a young podcast. Um, but we appreciate your patience, um, and hopefully, uh, you enjoy today's episode. Uh, what have you been listening to this week, Luna? Um, a pretty good variety. So luckily for me, my work doesn't mind if I listen to my music while I'm working. So See, that, I, that's how you know you I have a good listen. job right there is, is, is you can just like listen to your music while you're at work and people will be like, what are you listening to? Eh. Yeah, it, it's kind of nice because I just do data entry right now. So it's I don't have to worry about too much just as long as i get what i'm supposed to done and music usually helps me do that so it's been a variety of kodakumi and kind of been popping through various albums uh re-listened to deja vu universe walk of my life on voyage um, went back to her first best thing her best album best first things a second session because i love the song shake it up and let's see what else besides Coda. I've been listening to more Scandal since Scandal's new album drops February 14th. Been getting more of them in some Queens or Trump Queens and uh, that, that, that I cannot talk today. <laughs> Queens or Trump? I cannot talk today. Queen Queens and Trumps. I love that album. It's so good. Yeah. And it, best Scandal. Like, like I've told um, Ken before uh, my favorite album they do is Queens of Trump. Um, like, like I, I love, I love best scandal, love baby action, love temptation box, uh, the, the world tour album, which is hello world and yellow. They're, they're okay for me. I'm not in love with them, but I don't outright hate the albums, but pound for pound song for song. Like there's something special about Queens or Trump. Like that to me is by far their best album. They they nail it. Even the weird, awkward songs like "Kill the Virgin" is really good. And I agree. I agree. I keep going back to that album because it's so good, and I like I love every song on it, which is unusual for me. Usually, one album, I find a song or two I have to skip. That's an album I can't skip any song. Oh no! Like they're they're all like. To, like like when we do our scandal episode and and I know uh, listeners that we promised to do a scandal episode this week, but that's being pushed to two weeks from now. Uh, that gives us time to listen to the album and also Ken will be able to join us because he won't be next he won't be here next week either. Um, but just as a little teaser preview, uh, we are going to do our top five favorite scandal songs of all time and i will go ahead and tell you two 
of my top five are on this album right here, which is insane because it's hard to pick a top five. And so the, and the fact that two landed in my top five off this album is crazy. And honestly, if we were doing top 10, four songs off this album would be my top 10. Like this is like that. This is how good this album is. In my opinion, it is their best by leaps, bounds, and it it is really good. But we'll talk about that in two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, I get ahead of myself. No, no it's okay. Um, and other, I've been listening to Becky. I got when my friend uh, my friend lives in Japan, and I sent him some CDs. I got these off Amazon Japan, and I. I like Becky. She's, I think she's really cute. And then I finally got her, her only two studio albums. I already had her best album. And I started listening to them this week. I love Kazeto Melody. It is so good. And Becky, just to say who Becky is, she's a Japanese talent. She's a model. She's Hafu, Hanbun. Um, she's very interesting. I, I liked Hafu. She, <laughs> it's not really a thing, but Hafu, I like that. because very I... interesting cause it, it, I, I say that because she, when you see her, she's a very interesting-looking woman. Uh, she has beautiful green eyes, and I know oh, some wow. people like her, some people don't. She's that not the rare. best singer in the world. Yes, it is. But her Kazeto Melody album is so catchy, and I actually really, really love the album. I could not stop listening to it. And I was listening to her first album, Kokoro no Hoshi. It is good. Like the first two tracks, I absolutely love. The rest of the album, it's okay. But I feel like her second album, Kazeto Melody, is so good. I don't know what it is about that album, but there's some really unique songs on there. One is called Good Lucky, and that one's a lot of fun. And um, okay, I, I looked up. I looked up a picture of Becky um, while you were talking, and she looks like a. Uh, an Asian version of Miranda Cosgrove. She's half British and half Japanese. She's she's very interesting. I personally like her music, but I know some people who do not. Um, <laughs> but I, I recommend giving her a try. She's not for everyone, but I really love her second album. I, I It's just really, really good. And I like it better than her best album, which is really weird. Eh. Nothing wrong. No, nothing so. wrong with that. I mean, best of albums are usually just compilations of singles at the end of the day. So yeah, and I don't know what it is about Kazeto Melody. I don't know if it was just the mood I was in, but all the songs that just have they have such a fun beat to them, and her voice sounds really good in them. So I'm really enjoying both of those, and I've been listening to those in the car and a little bit at work. So and also the last one I was listening to was I finally got a hold of a Ray Fu album. I have been wanting for like a year and it's her album called I it's really good, but it took me a listen. It is very weird. Every track is very unique and I would say it was not something I was expecting. Um, she's done life is like a boat from bleach. She also did. I was, she did a song from darker than black and she did. I want to go to a place from good and see destiny. And she's very peaceful relaxing music a lot of piano and guitar in her stuff um her I album is very interesting and there are there is one song in english too hey. yeah she's from the u.s though she is from the united states 
but she's very she i like her music it's a good album and i know it's available on amazon um for digital download and it's also available on itunes so she's i recommend it it's very good it's very unique what'd you say the artist's name was again ray fu r-e-i-f-u r-i-e-f-u She has a, several albums. Like I own most of her stuff, but I haven't had a chance to listen to this album yet, and I really liked it. Okay, I'll have to check that out. It was, it was good. It was definitely so. It was very unique. I, I'll have to tear myself away from what I'm listening to, but I'll have to try that because that, that sounds interesting. Um, like I, I, I didn't get too far in Bleach. I didn't get too far in Gundam Seed, um, Destiny, but, um. Love darker than black, yeah, so, been, so and I vaguely the, remember the, the opening and or ending. So, and I remember like in both. She did one of the ending songs. Yeah. Um, it was like Anata no Kokoro no Ryu. I think that was the theme song, and it was on her album Tobida, her third album. Um, if I'm correct, should have been on that album. But her music is very good. I I'm I'm a big fan of her. I've loved her since I heard Life Is Like a Boat. And I actually heard that song before it was ever on Bleach. So, but you liked I, I it like before her it was popular. Album. Yes, I did. And this album does not disappoint. Like, I like that her style went a little different, more, I don't even know how to describe it, like jazzy in a way. I, I don't know, uh, not jazzy. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, it's a little different. If, if it's jazzy, I'm like, you're selling me really hard on it because I love jazz, but... Uh, it, it's different. I don't know how to describe it. It's just something I, I recommend checking out her stuff. It's it's yeah. good if you like piano and relaxing music. Her music's always very good. So, um, Gray, what have you been listening to this week? Uh, this week, um, kind of like you, I was mostly listening to Scandal because uh, for the longest while we were doing our Scandal episode, um, and I, I didn't get to listen to anything on the Oricron or the top uh, ten singles this week just cause I, was, uh, I I figured you know we were doing the scandal thing and when we do the scandal thing we're not doing the Oricron so um, I, w- I was just like well you know I'll just listen to scandal and I'll let me focus on scandal and kind of just take the week off a little bit honestly cause scandal's like an old shoe like like, un- like it fits comfortably and, and I can navigate my day through it and I don't have to like do too much uh, to, to, um, like, because, like, some of the songs, like, off the Oricron and stuff like that, like, I have to constantly tinker with my phone, and with work, like, it's not always possible, so, like, the, the great thing about Scandal is I can set it, forget it, and go on in my day. Um, so, so, I've been trying to listen to a lot of Scandal. Um, I've still been listening to a little bit of Bish. Um, uh, been popping back and forth between their self-titled album and their, um, the gorilla bish um but mostly the self-titled the self-titled album as of late uh and then thursday i i don't know why i don't know what possessed me i i i know i was thinking of um little glee monster and how they had just had an album and i checked itunes to see if their new album was up and it's not um but they're um the only album they have on there joyful monster which came out last year was up there. And I'm like, you know what? I like Little Glee Monster. Let me let me let me buy this. 
And this purchase has converted me into a huge fan of Little Glee Monsters. I love this album. This is probably the best album I have bought in three or four years. Like, there is not a bad song on this album. There, like, like, a lot of the songs are really good, really catchy, really upbeat. Um, just get in your head, stays in your head. I've got You're My Best Friend stuck in my head literally as I'm talking to you about this album. Like, it is like a disease that just grows inside you and explodes like a xenomorph. Which is not the best metaphor, but trust me, it's really good. Like, like, like it, like it is good. You'll be glad that the the face hookers on you, impregnating you, because the music set. I'm gonna have to check it out after <laughs> like you've been praising this album. And I I remember enjoying Little Glee Monster when I saw them live in 2014, and I didn't know who they were, and I really liked their voices. So yes. I I really need to check this album out. Oh uh, yeah, like. I do like 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 you're like you're my like songs like you're my best friend are just it it just it makes you love humanity which I don't know if there's that many songs in the world that can really do that but it's just like it's like this really upbeat poppy song um and and they actually have one song it's called um catch me if you can uh on the album that song is in English the, like the entire D of that song is in English so. Um, like if you're wanting to get into Little Glee Monster, or if you're interested in them, I think this album is a really good starting point. Um, like it, it is got a lot of good songs on it. Like, like half the album, I have to hear. Like if I'm listening to the album, I have a hard time getting through the album because literally half the songs. As soon as it ends, I'll hit the back button and hear it again, and I'll hear it again, and I'll hear it like three or four times, and then I'll may go to the next song. And I do that for half the tracks on this album. And the songs that I'm not skipping, I or the the, the songs that I'm not back backing, I still really really like. I just don't love them not nearly as much as the like the ones that I'm back skipping. But like like it like like Joyful Monster, it, it is it is it is a monster of joy. And, and Lord, I love it. Like, like that, that, like ever since I bought that, that's what I've been listening to. Like, I've not listened to anything else. And I have been listening to the SKE song, Unconscious Color. Um, like, I've just been watching a YouTube video um, because it's not on iTunes. And again, that's how I, that's how I listen to most of my music is, is I'm, I'm, I'm the iTunes guy. Just like, I can download it. I can go about my business, set it and forget it. So um, but a lot of like the AKE 48 and the, and the SKE 48 stuff, like I, like you have to go through a different Avenue because it's just not on iTunes or it's not on iTunes America. I should say it, it, I know it's on iTunes Japan, but I don't have an account for that. So it is what it is. Yeah. Most of mine, I, I have this thing where I have to buy all my CDs, CDs like physically. The only thing that sucks is then I put them on, you know, my laptop, put them on iTunes, hook my iTunes up, load them on there. My touch is full. I got to decide what I want to get rid of. So usually it's music videos, but well, well like, like and, and see, like my laptop doesn't have a disc tray. So if oh. I bought a physical um, CD, I couldn't upload it. 
Like the only way I could <laughs> listen to it is it would be in my car. <laughs> and and so see, like, I listen to my CDs in my car too, but like I don't like oh switching them out constantly. But I've been listening. Whenever I get a new CD, I always listen to it in the car, and then it goes in my well, iTunes as well. But. The audio quality is not nearly as good. Yeah. Like, like that's that's the thing I run into. It's like like the audio quality of the MP3 is amazing. I I know that's ten years old news, but still, like 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 if you listen to MP3s and then all of a sudden you're listening to a CD, you can hear the difference. Uh, it depends. Like some of the CDs have are really good. It depends on if you got the yeah. uh, that new format they have in Japan. There's a new uh, HD CD format, and it's amazing. And they're oh, okay. re-releasing all the CDs in it. So okay. some Bonnie Pink had a new CD. Oh, they re-released one of her old CDs, and I bought it, and the quality is so good. Oh, okay. But, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know HD of, CD was a thing. Okay. Yeah, there's a, like, I forgot the exact title of it, but Japan has the best quality CDs compared to America. So even, like, some of the older ones sound really good. Same with a lot of their DVDs. I have, like, Japanese concerts that sound so amazing. And then if I pop on like a U.S. concert on DVD, it sounds like sh- or a movie, you know. So I like the audio Japan uses is whatever they use to do that. It sounds pretty good. Only reason I'm okay with spending a little bit more money on Japanese CDs because when you get into it and you see some of the prices, unless you get them used, <laughs> you're gonna be paying about thirty bucks a pop. <laughs> oh yeah, they're expensive. Like if you get them new, um, Amazon Japan. I was lucky and got. Like the Becky ones for seven bucks each, free shipping. But wow. that was because I sent it to my friend. <laughs> and, and see, like I was thinking about buying like like the new Scandal album, like like pre-ordering it and having it shipped here. But you know, I, I just I've ran the figures and the numbers. I'm like that's it's 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 too expensive for me because it's thirty dollars. Like like I would want the DVD version, which I think is yep. like forty bucks. But then you're also paying that in shipping. I think. Dang. Yeah. I think the DVD version was 35 yen, but it, about USD, it comes out to about 31, but then shipping will be about 15. So you add that up if you want the best shipping. So yeah, it gets crazy. Um, yeah. I, I know I ordered yeah. four things for September, so I don't want to say what my bill came out to when they all ship. Uh, like, like, yeah, I, I just can't afford it. Um, like, my job does not, not allow me to do that. Like, I would have loved to, like, the t-shirt, although you can't pick your t-shirt size. Um, and no, it's one size I'm, fits all, and that version is, like, $52, because I yeah. considered it, and I'm like, nope, nope. Well, my, my, my price range. My, my experience with Japanese shirts are their one size fits all is if you're very petite, it'll fit you. If you're not petite, Good luck, <laughs> because like I'm I'm a I'm a large in in like America, and I bought a, I bought two large shirts in Japan, and both of them are skin tight on me. I mean skin tight. I'm like, eh, I don't like skin tight clothing. So, not not from like, oh oh wait, like I still want a scandal T-shirt. Like I would love a scandal T-shirt because like. Like all my friends are really into metal, and all of them have like all these band shirts, and they're really cool. And I'm not a metalhead. Like, like I'm just not into metal. So, like, like I, I don't get the experience of 
having a t-shirt of like my favorite band on them. But I would love to have like a scandal t-shirt so I could be like, yeah, this is my band and I'm representing the band and hoorah. So I don't know. It's okay. I know I want a Coda t-shirt, but they're so pricey, but I do have a Coda Kumi blanket because I found one on Yes Asia for reasonable price. And I have a Jasmine T-shirt, which I got at her concert in 2014. But that's well, all I have. I, I, why am I not surprised you have a Kotakumi blanket? I do, and I occasionally bring it to work with me because I get cold easy. But I love that blanket, and it's sitting right by me now. And it's her 15th anniversary blanket, so eh. it has her trademark, her trademark logo on it, and it has her name on it. So and it's really, really soft. I got off Yes Asia. If anyone is looking for Kodokumi merch, Yes Asia has a lot of it, along with Ayumi Hamasaki and any Avix artist. Huh. So. All right. And with that, we're going to head over and do some news. Uh, it's been kind of a light week. Nothing too crazy has happened. Uh, actually, um, I would honestly say the craziest thing happened yesterday. So I guess it's a good thing we we're doing a late show. Uh, just because, um, you know, had we not delayed the show, we wouldn't have what happened yesterday to talk about on the show. So, but we'll get to that. I want to save that item for last, just so that there's a little suspense. Um, so we'll start with uh, Air Owie uh, is officially um, coming back. Um, you know, I should have read the article before we started talking about it. Um, she is, um, she went on hiatus in November of 2016. Um, she is coming back, um, officially, um, uh, this year. Um, she did reopen her website last, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think we talked about last episode, so. Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about how she reopened it. Yeah. We weren't sure if she was coming back, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's she's officially coming back now. So, although I am not seeing a uh, any dates, so she's just coming back. Uh, um, she um, she did have poor health, so hopefully she's feeling better now and that she's able to get back to work. So, um, her fans will be really glad. I only know one or two of her songs, so. Um, I have her best albums, which are really good. I love her song, Memoria. That is, like, my favorite song. Um, Ignite is also such a great song, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I've got Ignite. Like, Ignite's really good. Um, like, yeah. That, that's that's actually the only song I know um, by her. But I like her voice. Um, so, you know, now that she's back on tour and stuff like that, you know, we'll we'll have plenty of opportunity to enjoy more of her music, which is something we can all celebrate in. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm excited. Moving on, um, uh, one of the singers uh, in Japan, uh, Mami Kawada. Mami Kawada. The, uh, you want me to do this one since I, I I'm like a huge I have most of means. her albums. Yeah, take so, it away. So Kawada Mami who. So she retired. Uh, it was actually over a year ago she retired from music. And she didn't really say why she retired. But there was an article posted on Monday. And it 
and she actually made the announcement on Twitter that she has a child, which no one knew, and that her husband, is, and released her husband's name, who is a musician, who goes by Tomoyuki Nakazawa, and they actually worked on a lot of theme songs together for anime, such as Alola in the Sea, A Certain Magical Index, Yoru, I, I cannot say this one word the life of me, Yorumong, and Shakugan no Shana. So it's very interesting. So it looks like she just retired to spend time with her family, which makes sense. So I yeah. wish her well. But um, I mean, I'm kind of excited she announced that. So, you know, because I was worried about her health as a lot of when a lot of singers retire, it's health issues, especially being in the anime industry. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. And her music is fantastic. Like, I love her voice, she has a really unique voice, and her songs are really, really catchy. But if anyone gets a chance, you should check her music out. She did release a best album. It contained, like, everything. And she released that, I want to say, last year. Or it was, no, November 2016. She released that. It was a little pricey, but it contained every single song she's ever done, if I'm correct. It was, like, four discs. Like- it was a huge set. Like in my short time on the show, I've learned one thing. Japan knows how to do a best of album. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they go they, all they, out. They, they go all out. I since I have most of her albums, I did not purchase it. Especially the price on it was ridiculous because the version I wanted came with Blu-rays of her final concert, and I couldn't afford the 150 that it was. <laughs> it was 150, and it was like. Four CDs and like two Blu-rays, I think. I I'm thinking that it, you know, when I saw that, I was so excited, like, oh, she's new best album. And I saw the price, I'm like, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> I already have most of the stuff anyway. So and I'm happy with the albums I have. Oh. Yes, and I have her studio albums, and that makes me happy because as long as I have her music, you know, all is good. Oh, so that's good. So and I, there, can I say the next piece of news about Nakashima Mika? By all means, stick it away. I was going to ask if you wanted right. to do that. So, not, uh, if, I don't know how many people in here listen who know who Nakashima Mika is. She's done some anime theme songs, Find the Way from Gundam Seed. She's done, um, she's also Nana Osaki in Nana the Live Action. And she did Cry No More as the ending theme song for Blood Plus. Well, she recently announced that she got divorced from her husband. And the funny thing is, no one even knew she was married. It was not really announced. She's been married since 2014. So it just came as a really, really odd surprise. I thought that was a little interesting piece of news, you know. It, so we'll it, see. Hopefully. It is, it is weird that um, you don't announce the marriage but you announced the divorce. Um, yeah, it was very, yeah, it's kind of like, at least I didn't know she was married in 2014 because I don't remember that coming out. But it was a little, you know, I guess it was very low key. And maybe some people in Japan might know of it. But it seems like she kept it pretty, her relationship very quiet as you never hear much about her in the news compared to like, other, you know, I feel like a lot of singers try to keep it private over there. So it looks yeah. like she kept it pretty. And, and and you can't blame them. I mean, if you live your whole life in the limelight, you want to keep something to yourself. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, and it, it looks sense. like for the reasoning. 
and she the, the only reason it didn't work out is they both live in different cities and they couldn't see each other which makes sense and i feel yeah. like that's the reason a lot of singers over there get divorced so yeah, but I wish her well in her endeavors, and I look forward to future music as she does have a new single coming out soon. So, cool. Well, on to happier news. Um, if you're a fan of Ayaka or uh, a fan of Daichi Miura, which you, you know uh, we both are huge fans, of both of them, um, mm-hmm. you are in luck because this Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm sorry, I forgot what day the Valentine. No, it's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. No, Wednesday Valentine's Day is here, but in Japan it'll be it'll be Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, the fourteenth. 14th... Tuesday in Japan, Wednesday here. Yeah. Uh, the fourteenth of, of of February. Um, Daichi Miura and Ayaka have a collaboration that they'll be doing. Uh, single, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yes, single. single. Um, like they got a little preview up of it on YouTube really good uh it's just a small preview though so we don't know what the whole song sounds like um but uh we're definitely excited interested to see how this turns out um like like both of them are really talented uh coming together like their voices match oddly enough um uh, so i'm looking i'm i'm excited for it like i think it'll be really good Oh, I am too. I'm really excited because, like, hearing the preview, I cannot wait to hear the full version. Like, I love the preview already, and their voices, like you said, are perfect together. I, I, I will, I will say, I will be upset. If the music video does not have my man dancing in it because that that's half yeah. the that's that's half the that's half the sell of Daichi Miura is the man is an incredible dancer. And and like so like like I don't want to watch a music video and not have him not dancing because I'm like I'm like you're wasting the opportunity to blow my mind, man. Don't waste the opportunity, blow my mind. Like I, I just wish I could dance like him. I think I would have a menagerie of women if I could dance like him. <laughs> but I can't. So true. I I cannot dance like him. So I I uh I digress. Anyways, uh, moving on to. I, I, me personally, I think this is the biggest news of the week. Um, you're welcome to disagree, uh, anybody that's listening. Um, but uh, in Japan uh, yesterday, uh, Disney had uh, a huge convention. Um, I don't think it's D23. It might be D23. I know D23 is over here in America in May, and it's every other year. Uh, I also think D23 is on odd number of years, because I think there was one. there was one last year. There's not going to be one this year. There'll be one next year. So, anyways, Disney Japan had a major convention, and Square Enix showed up uh, to reveal more news about Kingdom Hearts 3. And I know this isn't a video game podcast. Just bear with me. Um, and one of the big things is Utada has uh, Hikaru has always done the openings to. All the Kingdom Hearts games. So she did the opening to the first one, opening to the second one, and it's been announced for I want to say back in like 2012 that she was doing the the opening of the song, this uh, game, even though she was on hiatus. So everybody was kind of like, well, how's that gonna work? And so like we've kind of been, I've been really eager and excited to to, to see what it's finally going to be and well t- yesterday was the day 
like after years of waiting, we finally got the big pseudo reveal. It's not the full song. Um, it's it's kind of a teaser, but we have a name. We know what the song sounds like now. Uh, the song is called "Don't Think Twice." Um, it 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 is on YouTube. Uh, do go check it out. Um, if even if you're not a Kingdom Hearts fan, um, and you're just a fan of Utada. This is worth checking out. Uh, I find it very interesting, actually, that all the lyrics are in Japanese because all the dialogue in the game is in, like, like the the the, the cutscene portions of the game. It's in Japanese, and historically, like, there is an English and Japanese version of the song. Like in Kingdom Hearts One, the English version is simple and clean, but the Japanese version is hikari, and Kingdom Hearts Two, the English version is Sanctuary while the Japanese version is Passion. So, with Don't Think Twice being entirely in English, like, I'm really wondering, like, is this only the American version, but it was a Japanese convention, so is the whole song in Japanese, and there's... Or is the whole song in English, and there's only going to be one version of the, so the song, or... Uh, is just the segment that they played happened to be in English, but they're like the the song will combine Japanese and English portions. Like 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 I, it actually left me with more questions than answers. Um, but I'll, I I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. I've had nothing but time to think about any uh, all this stuff, and so like when I I saw it yesterday, like I listened to it and I, I liked it. I don't like it as much as I do um, Simple and Clean and pa uh, Sanctuary because like I I I mean I. I grew up with those songs, like 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 those songs are a part of me. Um, so, but I do really like I don't uh, don't think twice. Like it's a really good song. Utada still has it, you know, even after years. I actually like this more than I did Anata, because um, Anata was just okay, but Don't Think Twice is actually really good. Um, but it just doesn't have the the years of hype to to behind it. So, um. What did you think, Luna? Because I know you saw it. I saw it, too. Um, so I'm really interested to hear more of the song, for one, because I feel like they just gave us this small snippet. Same with the trailer. I I know they were... I heard a rumor they were planning on rolling it out this year. I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> but I'm more excited about hearing the full version of the song than anything. You know, like, maybe it'll be in half English, half Japanese. Maybe we just heard, like, a little bit of it. So, or maybe she'll do a Japanese version as well. Yeah, I, I, so that's kind of. I, I I will say, oh, it was D twenty three Japan. Okay, so I, I I saw and answered my own question, but um, I I will say most people don't believe this game's coming out this year. Like 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 I know a few people who do, and and you want to look at them and go, you're crazy. <laughs> like it ain't happening, because yeah, like. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out when I was a, I want to say a junior, no, not junior, sophomore in high school. Sophomore, because we're the same age. Yeah, yeah. So, I think we are. Yeah, um, so, like, we were a sophomore in high school, that was over 10 years ago. Uh, like, yeah. like, we have been waiting an eternity for this game, uh, the, the team that developed Final Fantasy 15 is the team that's working on Kingdom Hearts 3. They finally finished Kingdom Hearts 15. It, like even after Kingdom Hearts 15 came out, they were still working on it because they had to do post DLC 
and uh, bug fixes and cleanups and stuff like that. There was a huge problem with one of the chapters in 15. They had to completely rework. So, like, like I imagine that that they were just delayed and behind and behind, and then they're finally getting like, like I honestly I think we'll be lucky to see it next year. Uh, but yeah, I'm expecting a 2020 release. Like that's just me. Yeah. So I'm just I'm really curious about. It. I th- I wonder if they just got a snippet of that song. So they might still be working on a lot more. You know, just do yeah. a little snippet now, and she might have. There might be a Japanese and English version. We don't know yet. Yeah. I feel uh, like this year might give us a full song, but we'll have to see. Um. It, it, yeah. Well, she has an album coming out later this year. Uh, and it could be on that album. So. Because um, I mean, her her old her old the other two songs were on albums, um, before they were attached yes. to the game. So. Um, yes, because um, uh, Sanctuary was actually on her English album. This is the one, and then Passion was on Ultra Blue. Yep. Yeah, pa- yeah, Passion's um, on Ultra Blue. Yeah, and then Simple and Clean actually appeared as a bonus track on her second English album. This is the one as well. Uh, yeah, and that, that was. And iTunes actually yeah, has a, a single version of it that you can purchase yes. for like a buck twenty nine. Yep, there is a single version. I think and, it was on Sakura Drops. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, but uh, also, also uh, like Hikari is on there because like they have her like I have her uh, first compilation album, which is basically just all of her hits. Um, and oh yeah, yeah, her single collection volume one. The the like I like like like. The, I have a funny story about that. So, like, when I bought that album, like, I, I didn't know at the time Utada did the opening to Kingdom Hearts or the name of the Japanese song. Uh, and I was listening to some music in the shower. And uh, I had just bought the album and I was playing the album because I really liked um, First Love and Time Will Tell. And that's why I bought the whole album because usually that's how I do it. It's like like I'll like if I like a song or two, I'll be interested to hear the rest of their work, and so I'll just purchase their their whole album. Yeah. So so I was in the shower listening to the album, not not you know not really paying any attention, and all of a sudden Hikari pops on. I'm like, is this simple and clean? I think it's simple and clean. <laughs> but she's singing in Japanese. It's not simple. No, this can't be simple and clean. This is simple and clean. My my mind got blown because I had no idea that she sung that and wasn't remotely expecting it. And when it happened, I was just like, "What is going on here?" And and the, that was the first time I heard the Japanese version of "Simple and Clean." And I'll, I'll say. I I prefer Hikari over Simple and Clean. I like Simple and Clean. It's a good song. It makes little to no sense, but it's a good song nonetheless. But I I, I like Hikari more. Like it's something with more urgency. And and, and that like, like that 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 makes it better. Because like it, it's just like there's more passion behind it i guess would be a way of putting it like 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 there's there's an emotion in hikari that simple and clean is missing and that that missing emotion just makes the song land a little flatter so like when i heard hikari i 
like, like I fell in love with it, and to to the point where I actually preferred Hikari over Sanctuary, and like like three years ago, have you told me, like if you held up a gun to my head and say pick an uh an, a song, Simple and Clean or uh, Sanctuary, I'd pick Sanctuary because like Sanctuary, in my opinion, is amazing. Like like I think that song is way better than Simple and Clean. Um, like I love the way that it works and it floats. So it it is definitely like 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 I, I think we got a little bit off topic, but um, I am really excited to see where this goes. Nonetheless, um, and hopefully we'll get more as uh, the year goes on because I, I think it'll be on her new album because um, the it's it's a song by her but the song isn't directly tied to the game well i mean it is but it's not at the same time um yeah like her her old her the old songs associated with the game are also on her standard albums so like i imagine the song's gonna be treated the exact same way so it should be on her new album so we'll, we'll definitely know um which i think if it's in, entirely in english if they're just doing like one version of the song, I actually find that interesting. Um, but it also tells you where their target target audience is, which is not Japan. It, it's here in the states. So, um, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, well, this isn't a video game podcast. We can talk Kingdom Hearts three another time. If if you guys would like to hear us talk about Kingdom Hearts three, let us know. Shoot, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Gmail, and we will we will do a special episode called video games to you or something like that. And we will talk about kingdom hearts three. Um, so there's that. Um, that's it for the news and we will move on to the Oricron. And, you know, I don't remember, do we do albums or singles first? You know what? We'll do singles and then we'll do albums, uh, and just do it that way. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be in a particular order, I guess. Uh, we're going to start at the bottom and work our way up to the top. Um, and since I'm reading this week, all the uh, Japanese, all the titles will be in English. So if there's titles that don't make any sense, that is Google Translate. Uh, so you can thank Google. Uh, send them a passionate email about how great their service is. And that is sarcasm. You can totally rant at them going, hey... Make it better. Um, starting off at number 10, and like we said earlier, uh, like I don't think we really got a chance to listen to a lot of this stuff, so forgive us if we don't really have a whole lot to say. Um, just plans shifted in the middle of the week, and we just we just didn't have time to really dive into them. So that, that is our apologies, um, but we appreciate your patience. Um, starting at number 10, uh, we have the song Vega. Uh, by 20 Love to Sweet Bullet, which I've, I've never heard of them. Uh, I have like not a, heard of them either. It looks like an like idol video group. Game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, the photo does. I see several girls in there. So. Yeah, it, it looks like an idol group, but... Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Um... Uh, but they did. They actually had a pretty good week, uh, all things considered. Uh, they sold almost eleven thousand copies, just shy of it. Um, so not too bad. Not too bad for them. 
Uh, going on to number nine, uh, we're back um, with a returning favorite, which is kind of a rare thing for the singles. The singles are very volatile, I've learned. like It's rare to see something on here multiple weeks in a row. So it's kind of a feat in of itself it landed number nine. Um, but uh, Topaz Love slash Des- Destiny by the Kinky Kids. Uh, Johnny's still representing on the chart. Um did you get a chance to listen to this, Luna? I did. Okay. I did. I mean, it was. I liked. I liked it. It was pretty good. I can see why it's popular, but it went down really fast. Uh, I mean, all, 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 like, like I said, like all the singles did. I mean, like, like you know, you had like that one week where like the single was like two hundred some odd thousand copies, and then the next week it didn't even place on the chart. So I'm not too surprised. I'm actually more surprised it's still on here. Like, like, like they, they got fans and they're holding on. So, Oh yeah. Um, moving on to number eight is endless happy world by Ono Daisuke. Uh, as a weird album art cover, I'll say that. Um, very strange. Yeah. Um, but they sold a lovely, uh, 13,000 copies, uh, not really much to say there. Uh, going on to number seven. Uh, it is Heyday Fantasia Capriccio by Afterglow. And I'm assuming it's a, uh anime idol group. I, I, I don't know what show they're associated with. Uh, but if you look at the album, they're all anime girls, so... It kind of looks like... Is it Love Live Sunshine, maybe? No, because that's Aqua. Or Aquars or something like that. Uh, it is... Oh, no, I, I was wrong. It is uh, It is for a game. It is a game application uh, group called Bandori Girls B and Party. So that is... And there's a song on there called That's How I Roll. Good no. Moving on to number six. Uh, I think Ken's slowly rolling over in his grave. Not that he's dead, but yep. th- the metaphor is going to yeah, work. Yeah, look how much it sold. Holy cow, it sold 24,000 copies. Oh. Oh, the Idol Master oh. Million, the Aster Generation 4. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I guess that's how you say that. It's the at symbol adder. It, it'd be adder generation four. This is the at symbol in T E R. I'm like, is that? I guess that's Idol Master Million, the Adder Generation Four. Like, I don't know what hat they're pulling these names out of, but I want that hat. I tell you that much. I want that hat, Princess. Be ambitious. Uh, like like Luna said, sold 24,000 copies. So, Idol Master, breaking sales numbers. That's not surprising at this point. They're uber popular. Uh, yeah, and I mean, this is the most I feel like they've sold, too. Usually they were only at like, you know, 7,000, 8,000. So, uh, it must they, be they, a they, great single. They've, they've crept up to the three and four slot before. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So. 
but yeah, they're, they're usually in like the back, the back nine. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, moving on with the next one. Uh, it was nice to say that I love you by E girls, uh, which actually had a solid showing for, uh, 31,000, um, copies. Um, I'm assuming it's an E girls song. Uh, so if you like e-girls or any kind of Japanese idol group, that would be a song for you. Um, moving on to number four um, is Fighting Flower Path by Kiyoshi Hikakawa. And I don't know why, even though it says it's new, I vaguely remember us talking about that last week. Um, I could be imagining stuff. I don't remember him last week, okay. but I could be wrong. Mm, I, my memory is, is I, I, my, the way my memory works is I have false memory sometimes where I'll remember things that never happened, but I, I remember them clear as day. So that's probably what's happening right now. Cause the, uh, well, like his last name seems familiar and that I know I've seen that album art before. So yeah. anyways, um, but he, you know, the numbers are really going up from here. He sold 42,000 copies. Um, so he had a phenomenal week. Um, moving on to number three. Uh, Monster by Super Dragon. Uh, sold uh, 43,000, almost 44,000 copies. Uh, not too far away from that. Uh and they look like an anime group of sorts. Uh, no, no, never mind. I'm just going blind to their people. Uh, my bad. Um, but they're in a like a classroom, and yeah, I I don't I don't know anything about Superstar Dragon, but. Uh, they had a good week. Uh, I don't know. Might might actually check that out just because they have a cool name. So anytime like a group has a cool they name, like anytime they have like a, a cool name, like like you're like well, like like there's this instinctive like you got to check it out because it's like 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 you you hear you hear a group like Asian Kung Fu Generation, you're like, what does that sound like? Like you just gotta know. So I don't know. I might check out Monster. Uh, and if I do, I'll report back next week and let you guys know how I liked it. Uh, moving on, number two is Spotlight by Monster X. Um, and they sold uh, a whopping 71,000 copies. Wow. Holy cow. That's a great, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've had songs that number one that sold that much. Um, yeah, that's why I kind of, I think they're a Korean band, actually. If you look at the single, it has, for their second song, Shine Forever on it, it's his Japanese version. So I'm thinking Monsta X is a Korean band. I, that's highly possible. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised by that. Alright, and moving on to the last one, unfortunately, 
uh, Ken uh, is not here for this one as well, because um, he, I'm certain he's really happy. Um, the number one song is Darkness by STU48, so it's one of AKB48's sister groups, and I was talking about this with Luna, um, um, hopefully next time Ken's on or something like that, um, we'll, 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 we can actually have Ken talk about, like, AKB and, like, the sister groups and stuff like that, because he, he knows a lot about it. And I, I'm I'm trying to vaguely understand it and failing. So hopefully he can come on, explain it to me. So if you're like me and are wondering, you know, why we keep mentioning these 48 groups or these 46 groups, uh, they, they are uber popular. Um, but if you want to learn a little bit more and like how they work and like how they function, stay tuned for that because we will have it. If not the first episode, he's back. Definitely the episode after that, because the first episode he'll be back is our scandal episode. So, so it may not be that episode, but it will be soon, because I I I don't understand it, and they keep coming up, and like like I keep watching their music videos, and I'm like and like I'm just trying to understand how how the system works, because I know like a lot of the the girls, especially in like SKE48, they're also in AKB48. So like some of the girls are in like two groups and 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 whatnot. It, to me, I find it confusing. Hopefully, he can explain it and enlighten me. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, we did have the fortunate pleasure of checking this one song out. Uh, it is available on iTunes. If you or not iTunes, it's all, it's available on YouTube. And if you type in YouTube uh, STU48, um. You don't have to type in the name of the song because it's in Japanese anyway. So if you type in darkness, it's not going to really pop up. But just type in STU48, and it's the first video that pops up. So you can check that out too. Um, it's kind of dramatic, wasn't it, Luna? It was. It was It was very interesting. Like, I liked the song, but at the same time, I found it a little bit forgettable. Same with the dance moves, you know, compared to SKE. You know, it, it just wasn't as catchy, but it was still a great song nonetheless. And I definitely recommend checking, you know, people checking it out. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of how I felt too. Uh, like the, like the dance moves, like they're not bad. Uh, I, I think like part of the, I, like to me, like part of the selling point of like the idol groups, especially like these big hulking numbers. Because I mean, the, the 48 stands for the number of members that are a part of it. So, you know, it's like 48 girls. And even though in the music videos you don't see 48 girls, you see about 12, 14, 15. Um, and, like, one of the selling points to me is the dance choreography because, you know, there's the visual spectacle. Like, like why have 48 girls singing a song? You can have one girl do that. So, like, if you're going to have 48 girls do it, they need to be dancing or doing something along with it. And so, like... One of the things that made like I love Unconscious Color like like Unconscious Color is a is a stellar song that's like honestly with even without the music video like like I could listen to that song over and over again but the music video is amazing it's like icing on a cake because mm-hmm. the choreography yes. is stellar uh, this yes, one this one's not nearly as good which you know they all can't be amazing uh, and and I'm not familiar with STU's work so. I, I don't know if they're like one of the more popular um, 48 groups or if they're upcoming or rising. Uh, 
so um, we'll we'll you know we'll see uh, how that goes. But they had a really good week nonetheless. They sold 136,000 copies, so they had a good week. Uh, they 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 managed to hang on in there. And now we're going to move over to the albums. And starting off at number 10 uh, is uh, a album called Poet slash Artist by Jung Hyun, uh, which sold a 7,000 copies. Well, it's under 7,000. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, going up too. Yeah, uh, but uh, I I think they're Korean, just judging by the name. Yeah, he's, he is Korean. I I think he's in. Is he from CN Blue? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the like 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 if what gives it away to me is is the 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 the, the company that releases importing board. Like I'm like, well, if they're importing it, it's clearly not oh, domestic. Jung Hyun, oh my God, that is the um the Korean member who the the oh my God, that's Shiny. He was the lead singer of Shiny who committed suicide um, oh. back in December. They so his record company SM decided to release his full length album he was working on before he committed suicide. Which a lot of fans were very upset about this because they're pretty much cashing in on his death. And I was wondering why his name rung a bell. I'm like, and I remember one of my friends being very upset about this because, you know, a lot of these songs haven't been released yet. And it was a little too soon. They probably should have waited. Yeah. But it. It was a really sad and unfortunate incident, and a lot of it, in part, is you know so much pressure from being all the things they put on him, and being an artist over there, you know, that kind of led to a suicide. Um, uh, it's. You, do you think it's possible? You know, that, I'm not. Do you think it's possible that they got support from like the family and the band to release this, or did they just release it? Um, possibly. Because if they if they but got support really, of the the people of the of the of the of his family and whatnot to release it as like a tribute, I, I find that okay. Uh, but yeah, if they're just trying they, to do like I, a cash I'm guessing round, they yeah, might have, but I feel like they probably should have waited. They should have waited. Yeah. Was, yeah, they were. They, he was working on this before he he you know he passed away, but it it just seems a little too soon and. That was a big, big thing in Korea, and I'm not, you know, it came out looks like the 25th of January, and, you know, I can see why it's on there in Japan. It probably just got to Japan, but it's been a big seller in Korea, but still, no, it's just, you know, very unfortunate that it's a sad that happened. Situation. Yes, that, that yes, sad. especially. You were a big fan of him, and reading the letter he wrote was very, very heartbreaking. So seeing them release this, you know, it's kind of a little soon. Yeah. So. I, I, I totally get that. Well, moving yeah. on after that sad note. Um, uh, number nine uh, is... Uh, 
Mod Mood Mode uh, by Unison Square Garden, um, which sold uh, 7,085 copies. Uh, it, they, they dropped a little bit. Um, I don't remember where they were last week. I knew they were on here, though. They were uh, at, like, three or five. Yeah. I know they were up there pretty far. Yeah, they're, they're up there close to the top. I wanted to say two, yeah. but that seems a little smidge high. So, yeah, maybe three. But, um, uh, yeah, they sold 7,000 copies. Uh, moving on to number eight, we have a uh, new entry. Uh Live at the XXXX uh, by the birthday. And I know nothing about them. Unfortunately. It's an interesting name. It, it, it is very interesting. Uh, like, I, I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm wondering if, like, maybe. Because, uh, well, the, it's Universal Music that's releasing them. Uh... They're an all-boy band, it looks. Maybe, maybe? I don't know. I'm looking up now to see if I can figure out who they are, because I'm very curious. Looks like they're new. Because well, it's their first live album. Um, that's why it's live at the XXXX. Um, it's a live album taken from their birthday tour 2017. Um, it looks like they're a Japanese garage rock band formed in 06. Oh. Hmm. I found a little information on them. So, yeah, they're like a Japanese garage rock band. Cool. So, uh, you know what? I'd like to check this out. They said that sounds interesting. Well, I know Scandal started out as a garage rock, so yeah, yeah, yeah that might be really good. So yeah, I might have to check them out too. Um, with a name like the birthday, it, it's certainly like 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 head turning. Like what? But I've been listening to Little Glee Monster all week, which is equally head turning. So I'm not going to judge. Um, moving on, uh, number seven, uh, TV animation Love Line. Sunshine, second stage, original soundtrack. Journey to the Sunshine by Tatsuya Kato. Um, it is the soundtrack for Love, Life, Sunshine. So if you're a fan of the anime and you wanted a collection of the songs that they sung on the anime, this is what looks like to be your, your purchase. Um, and it sold 9,000 copies so not too bad not too bad uh i, I like i've still been meaning to check out love life sunshine and i've been meaning to check out love life so like i watched like the first two or three episodes and i really liked it um like start dash is a really good song it makes no grammatical sense but it's a really good song so um there's that um Moving on to number six, it's the album that won't die. Finally, by Namie. Um, it's still hanging in there. Number six, uh, with uh, almost 13,000 copies. So it's, it's a little engine it's that still could. In there. It, it's hanging in. Yeah, it's still in there. 
And actually, I was going to say today, I finally watched the Blu-ray for that because I haven't had a chance to watch the, the Blu-ray that came with it. So it had her videos from red carpet until finally, you know, a lot of more new videos. But seeing it on a 4K TV, my God, was it gorgeous. And her videos are beautiful and I love them. And now I want to rewatch all her music videos that I own <laughs> because, you know, like seeing them again and she's a great dancer. She, you know, very photogenic. And, you know, it makes me like, man, she's retiring. This is it. And watching the video for finally, it's pretty much, you know, a photo shoot of the album and just seeing it, you know, it just kind of hits you when you hear that last song, you know, saying the dream is now over, you know, I can finally stop dreaming. Yeah. You know, and you finally yeah. hear that and you're like, wow, it over. So I, I'm glad it's still hanging in there because it really deserves it. So, yeah, it, it's a wonderful send off. So, uh, it is. you know, hopefully it'll stick around a few more weeks. Uh, it, it's getting to the point where I'm going to get a little depressed when it's up, when we eventually pull it up and it's not on right. here. Um, Cause I mean, we, yeah, the, the, it's finally has been a part of the show since its inception. We have talked about it literally every week we've done this podcast. It's the yep. 10th episode, so it's been on there at least 10 weeks. But it came out in November, and it's still riding strong. So uh, it, it is uh, it is definitely uh, a bittersweet moment for, I think, Nami A fans. It's, especially because this is it for her. Um, I, it's always bittersweet because it's like you love them, you hope that they're happy, and if th what they're doing isn't making them happy anymore, of course you want them to retire. But at the same time, you're never going to get more original work from that person. So it, it's a bittersweet yeah. moment, definitely. But you know, you know, at least she's happy and retiring, and she can be with her family. So you know, she 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 knows what's important, and that's that's what matters. Moving on to number five. Uh, True Colors, second album by JBJ. Uh, this is moving on up. Um, I wish it when it moves up. Like I wish they had like what it, where it was last week. Because uh, I don't remember talking about it, but maybe we did. Um, but it is moving on up um, because we do have the Arrow. I think JBJ is also a Korean band. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. On that, but yeah. Yes, they are. I looked them up earlier. Uh, and they sold uh, 16,000 copies. Um, actually, number four, the 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 number of copies that separate four and five is literally 35 copies. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, like I never I never would have expected numbers to get that tight. And number three is only 700 more. So like like these numbers are tight this week. Um, they are. They're so close to this one. Uh, but number four, hanging in there like the champions they are. Everybody by Wanima, uh, with uh, another sixteen thousand copies. Um, just barely nudging in that fourth place spot. Uh, but this is again like like I like Wanima. Um, like, like I really, really like them. Um, I don't know how long they've been around. I've not went and looked up like, like, like when they were formed and stuff like that. Like I know like they've been on an indie label for a while. This is their first major album. So ideally this is a sign of more things to come. I'm glad that their first album has been this popular. Um, they are a really talented group. I am 
uber excited to see what they do next. Uh, definitely want to see what direction they swing in. Um, but um, they, they've they got a good sound. They've got a good beat. Uh, they're really talented dudes. And and th- th- one of the reasons why I like them, like if you watch their one Nima music video, they're just three guys having fun. And that yeah. that's what makes me like the music. Is it's just three dudes having fun. It, it's not like uber serious and we have to make a political stuff. Like, like man, I just want to sing and have fun and you know play in the water or something. Like, 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 like do what you do because you love it and enjoy it. And 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 and, try, and, and like when the artist enjoys what they do, it shows in their music and 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 in their work and. And and that's what draws me to them. It's just like they are three dudes and they're living the life, and that that makes me love them. So I'm really excited that that they're still here. They're still hanging on. Unfortunately, the, it's only going to go down from here because unless something crazy happens and they get a resurgence, which I don't see that happening, not with next week. Uh, next week's going to be a big week. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see how it shakes out because there's some big releases, uh, Scandal, um, Boa, and who was the other group you mentioned? Uh, Bandmade. Yeah. So um, it, we will we will see how that goes. Uh, oh, and I thought of the other group, Sexy Zone, also has a new album coming out. Yep. Yep, I remember you saying that earlier now. So yes, it, it like next week's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh because it, like it, it's gonna be it, it like like th- like next week's gonna be like one of those weeks where it's like a lot of big bands have a have a new album coming out. It, it feels like if you were gonna guess like who's on top, it's like like playing roulette in Vegas, like 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 any one of these these bands could come out on top. Um, like it'll be very interesting to see the numbers and how everything shakes out. And uh, you know, and you know, I'm hoping Boa's new album's pretty good. I hope it does well. And and it, it stinks Same. when you have two two bands or t- like like an artist or a band that comes out in the same week and you like both of them because you both you both want to see them on the top, but you know only one person can get there. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Moving on to number three, um, a nice 15 year old by Yuki, uh, which I I can see, I I can say a little bit about Yuki. Um, so she is part of, she was part of the group Judy and Mary, Judy and Mary was a rock band from the nineties. Um, so I'm guessing this is like a. Yeah, so we were talking about this. So Yuki's yes. really popular. She has a very unique voice. Um, so I'm really, I, I would like to hear this album because I really do like Yuki and I love Judy and Mary. And I, from what I know, Judy she, and Mary's supposed to be coming doing is a comeback. She, is, she the, is she the vocalist on Subakasu? Yes. Oh, she is. see, see, that song is my jam. That song is my raspberry jam. That, oh, God, I love that song. Like I, I, yeah, I can so play yeah, that song Yuki. and just be in a happy place. Oh yeah, and I like Yuki. She has some good songs and she's had some good albums, so I'm interested in hearing this one. So, 
Um, Hopefully by next week I'll get a chance to uh, listen to it. I don't, I don't know with all the stuff coming out. Uh, we'll see. I know there's there's so much so coming much. out, and you know I I always have some CDs coming in the mail. So <laughs> I I I, I, know, I, I, I will say now that I know that she's the vocalist on that song, I want to listen to it as well because because you, you, you know. You know, you, you like a you like a vocalist like like you want to hear more music by them because like you know what they're they're capable of doing and so if you like one song, exactly. it's like in my experience if you like one song they have other songs you'll like it's very rare that there's a singular song that they only put, that you only like I'm not saying it doesn't happen yep. it certainly does but it's really rare because um, a lot of especially with like a lot of Japanese artists like I've noticed like they they have a sound and they stick to it. Uh, so yeah. if, if, if you like the sound in this song, listen to the, you may not like every song, but I guarantee you, you'll find a song that you'll like, and you might even like it yep. more than that first song that introduced you to them. Cause like, like the first scandal song I ever heard was Shunkan Sentimental. That's not even in my top five. It's not even in my top 10. Now mine was Shoujo song. F. Yeah, mine Shoujo was Shoujo S. Like. That was my first game song. Like. Yeah. Like, 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 so, like, if you, if you like a, if you like a song, like, like, we encourage you, check out the band, like, look them up, like, like, they have other yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, like, my first Kodakumi song was probably Love Holic, which is only on her secret album, and it's still, you know, like, one of the first songs I ever heard by her, but it's definitely not my favorite. I have way more favorites than that. <laughs> but, you know, just because of that one song, it's got me to look up, song. oh, I want to see it it's you know, your... same with Aizumi Hanazaki, you know, like, yeah. there's a, I heard her song Dearest, I didn't really care for it, but I'm like, oh, I like it, but I want to see if she does anything else, heard some of her other songs, I'm like, oh my god, Depend on You is my jam, yeah. you know, so that became my yeah. favorite song, but, you know, I've, you know, definitely check it out, you know, you never know what you might like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's something I'm learning a lot recently, too, because it's like, and you came to me last year and be like, uh, there, there, "There's this album called um, Joy, Joyful Monsters by um, um, Little Glee Monsters," and you were going to love it. I would look at you like, "You're crazy! Like, you're crazy! There's no way I'd ever listen to a group called Little Glee Monsters," and they they've dominated my week because they're that good. Um, but Moving on, we are almost finished here. Let's need to check something real quick. All right. Uh, moving on to number two, we have "There's Only a Killer Tune," which I actually like the name of um of this album. Like, I don't know if that's the Japanese name or not, but that's what the English translation is. And and if that's if that's what it like. The album's winning on on name alone. Like that is a killer mm. name. But, killer tune, Chikaneyo. Yeah. So yeah, killer, killer. There's only killer a killer tune. tune. Killer uh, by Golden yeah, Bomber. Yeah, it'd be more a killer tune, but close enough. Mm. Uh, I'm curious what the album cover looks interesting. It looks like a girl in a in a, a library. Because she's surrounded by books. Yes. Uh, and I've never heard of the album company. I'm not familiar with a lot of the 
Japanese album um, publishers, but uh, Zany Zap, I've never heard of. I, I, I don't I don't know if they're a new publishing record. That's, they, that's... Sound, they sound in, like a new type label. As I, I've never actually heard of this singer either. Uh, go, I, I thought Gold Bomber would be was a band. Oh, Gold Obama. Yeah, I haven't heard of them, so maybe they're like an indie band. Maybe that's what I'm know. guessing. Like, it, 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 it could be a solo artist. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Zany Zap isn't like a big record label. At least you know. I know. I, I even know some of the big record sub series, but I'm guessing they might be indie. But it, if they are, it's a great start. It looks like a great start for them. Uh, it is a. It is a four-man uh, boy band. Okay. Uh, judging by the the names, uh, the the I'm fairly certain these are all male names. Uh, they are a visual aircraft band. Whatever that interesting. means. Interesting. I don't know what that is, but that sounds interesting. <laughs> like, I don't know what visual aircraft means, but uh, I, I I know visual K was a thing. It was a really popular yes, thing for I, a I long like, time. Visual K still is a little bit of a thing, but not as much as it used to be. I, I, I never knew what Visual K was. I never got into it. So maybe um, Visual K is pretty much about the looks. It's like, yeah, you know, a lot of guys are really pretty who are like a rock style, like a gothic rock style. Um, but they more rely on their looks than anything like Gazetto, Vamps. Um... I guess you could say like Duran Gray, Larkin Seal, that type of thing. Which a lot of there's some great, great bands. Like I like Bams. I like you know I like all those bands. So there's some great visual K ones. So Versailles is one of them. Versailles, they all look like women. And then I thought they were women, and then I heard them and I realized they were men. <laughs> it is the voice that yes, gives it that's away. That's what I really say <laughs> visual K. It. Yeah. Well, like well, Miyavi, I guess they're visual K too. But. Yeah, well, it's like it's like it's like it's like the the the, the girl group uh, that we that we were listening to last week, and he thought they were all dudes. I'm like, I'm, I'm fairly certain they're all women, and he listened to it, and he's like, oh, yeah, they're they're women. <laughs> yeah. But they they had a good week uh, with their new album, um, twenty five thousand uh, copies. So not too bad, not too bad. It looks like they're knocking it out of the park, uh, right out of the bat. Um, so I don't know. Um, I, I'd be interested to see if they manage to stick up on the top 10, um, next week, considering what all is coming out. Like, yeah, like, like it'll be interesting to see if they hang around. Um, but maybe, maybe not. Um, like I said, we'll see. Um, and moving on to uh, our uh, number one uh, album for the week is Countdown by EXO. Um, and yeah, I know EXO is really popular, so I'm not surprised really that this is up here. Um, just what little oh, bit I'm I not know. Either. They're, 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 they're a pretty popular band, so... Oh yeah, they're huge. Like I've seen a lot of, I know a lot of people I follow on Instagram really like EXO. I haven't heard them myself, but I'm kind of, I'm getting very interested as I've seen how their popularity is. So I think, I think uh, Ken's an EXO fan. Maybe I could be wrong. Sorry if I am. No, they're a Korean Chinese 
They're a Korean Chinese boy band from people oh. who don't know. From um, they came in. They started in 2011. They debuted in 2012, though. And they're 12 members. Yeah. So, but they they actually sound like some. You know, I'm gonna give them a shot because they seem pretty popular, and I do like some Korean groups. So, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit of a traitor. I fall more into the girl group category. But I wouldn't mind giving them a shot, especially seeing their album Countdown got number one and sold almost 90,000 copies. I, I think I think a lot of the girl groups are way more popular in America than the boy bands. Uh, like, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was half and half. Oh, okay. Because well, like, I don't have really any friends that listen to, to K-pop, but... Like what internet personalities I know that do listen to K-pop, they they they're all into the girl bands. Um, so it like I I don't know. Um, like I know I don't listen to, like like I have like 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 I barely have time to fit the the, the foreign language um region music that I listen to that I listen to. So to have two is is really it would be a it's hard. Like, hard. I cut out all American music. Almost all American music because of my love for J-pop, and then I have a side love for K-pop with some, you know, my uh, favorite lovely girl ladies. My like, groups, so. yeah, like, like for for me, like I, I just, like, I, th- I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Like, I, I grew up on 80s and 90s rock. Uh, like, like my parents listen. There's to some 70s good 90s music. ones. I go through my 90s phase, so I understand. Yeah. Um, like. Like, like that's what I grew up on. That's like if, if I'm listening to something and it's in English, that's what I'm listening to more often than not. Like, like I just haven't heard anything come out in the past 10, 20 years that I particularly care for. Um, like especially if it's, I like uh, I I've heard I like Bruno Mars is this one song. I think I, I hear it every day. Is the only reason I, I think I like it is um, that's what I like. Like like I've heard that song 800 times. So, I mean, I guess I like that song, but uh, every once in a blue moon, there'll be like I think a gem that comes in, and I do like that song. Um, but more often than not, like it's just not really something I'm into. Like I, I think a lot of American music, at the end of the day, is kind of derivative, kind of all sounds the same, and mm-hmm. and honestly, they're all about the same subject matters. Um. Which I, I'm assuming a lot of the Japanese music we listen to is about the same subject matters as well, but because it's not in a language that I understand, I don't have to worry about subject matter so much. So I can kind of let it be. And if I like the song, I tend to do look up the lyrics. So I'm not completely ignorant to what I'm listening to, but I don't have to be like, oh, well, this is another song about how all women are, um, you know, objects to be used and abused. Like, I, I'm just like, I'm not into that kind of thing. Not that I don't think that's uber popular at the moment. I know it was in the early thousands, but it's not now. But my, my, like, it's just like, I'm just not into like the gangster rap or anything that's considered remotely popular. And like I said, I'm not a metalhead, so I'm not going to listen to metal. Like it's, it's yeah. just not, it's just not me. Yeah, a lot of the Japanese rap is actually has really good lyrics. I've uh, like some of it I can understand, and some of it I can't. Like occasionally, I like some Japanese hip hop, and some of the lyrics are really good. Surprisingly, like they're so different than American. You know, well, when you listen to it, 
well, which well, is so surprising. Like, like I, I'm, th I am really close, really, really close to pulling the grip cord on Lotus Juice and listening to his music because he done uh, a remix for Backside the TV for the Persona 4 Dancing All Night game. And that is an uber great song. And that man knows how to rap. Like, Oh yeah, I like Lotus Juice. He did a oh. song for Emi Hinauchi. He did one with, uh, she. Uh, well, she featured him in it. And I loved it. Like I really enjoyed that, and well, there's some other good like M Flow, some good rap. I'll have I'll have to send you uh, the link to Backside the TV Lotus Juice uh, remix because it's it's all in English. So and and the 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 music the particular music video I listen to has all the lyrics. So if you're not catching what he's saying, it's on the screen. Uh, but like like the way that he sounds in that music and the way that he hits his rhymes. With the t like with the timing of the song, like like it, it, it's it's almost um, seductive, I guess would be a way of putting it. Like it, it's just mm -hmm. it's just really good. Like 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 I I will listen to backside of TV Lotus Juice remix, and I don't like remixes by by standard rule of thumb. Like I usually don't care much for them, but oh, and see, he, I go back and forth, but I love it. That he, so well, I, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. He, well, he also did a, a remix of Mass Destruction from Persona 3, and that one's okay. Um, that one's okay. It's not as good as his backside of the TV. Um, but Mass Destruction had rap in it to begin with, so whatever. Uh, Mass Destruction is a great song. Um, I don't know who does it. But just type in Persona 3 Mass Destruction, you'll get there. That whole song is in English, too. Um, and that's the combat music for Persona 3. Like, like um, Persona Persona 3 and Persona 5 have two dancing games coming out this year. And I think it's a cardinal sin that they're being released on the same day. Because I want both games, and I'm not getting both games because I can't afford both games. So I'm getting Persona 3 because I think Persona 3 still has the best soundtrack to date. Like, like it's not even a question. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to that. And usually when they do these kind of things, like they'll have a, they'll release like a, a an album of sort, like the soundtrack. Like I know they did with Persona 4, Dancing All Night. So I, I'd be interested to see if uh, Persona 5 and 3 charts. So, um so if they do, you're gonna see me and Ken nerd out pretty hard, like, like yeah, because we we love the music in, in Persona, and it and surprisingly enough, as like Japanese centric as those games are, all the soundtracks are in English, mostly at least. Like there's a song or two, but it's not a lot. It's mostly English songs. So, um, if if you're on the fence of getting into Japanese music, that's another place to start. Is uh, the Persona 5 soundtrack is on iTunes, uh, and yeah, it's a lot of music, but there's a lot of song songs too. Um, like Rivers in the Desert, um, Last Surprise. Like those are, uh, I don't know why, but I'm blanking on the names of some of the songs. But um, there, there, there's some uh, you can go through. You can find them. Um, or just play Persona 5, like, like, that's a really good, uh, game, so, 
you get to enjoy an amazing story and an amazing soundtrack and kill two birds with one stone. But I have rambled on enough. <laughs> and we are way over time. You know, I thought we'd blow yeah. through this and we're an hour and a half in. So it, it's like, it, it's funny. Like I always expect like the two, two man episodes to go faster because there's one less person that has to say something and they always l- run longer. I don't know why. I don't know why. Even though like we had little to no prep and we didn't really l- listen. Like, uh, we still had a lot to say, so um, we're really glad that you stuck around to the end of the episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Luna, is there anything else you have to say before we head off? Um, I can't really think of anything, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested, I've been starting to post some of my Kodokami CDs just, you know, to look at on my Instagram account, Nerdy Collector Luna. If you do have any requests for any of the CD, like the CD, like physical copies, see what Japanese CDs look like, you can follow me on there. Or you can even email us or go on our Twitter and ask, too. I'd be happy to post any. So that's all I really have to say. All right. And uh, thank you so much for joining with us. Uh, as usual, you can um, find us at uh, Twitter on Twitter um, at ongaku to you, all one word. Uh, and our Gmail is the same at ongaku to you um, at gmail.com. Um, please send us your thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you. Uh, uh, also, we're still accepting feedback. Like we're new, we've got a lot to learn, and user feedback it, it really helps because um, it helps us cater to show to what our fans like. Uh, so if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, or if there's something that we're doing that you don't like, let us know so we can uh, not necessarily cater to you, but we can, you know, try to see if we can take something in a different direction or uh, see if there's something in the show that needs tuning. Because like I said, all three of us have little to no experience. We're all trying to figure it out as we go along. You guys can really help us out. So please reach out to us. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I like to think we're all nice people. So don't be afraid to talk to us. Um, that being said, uh, this is Gray signing off. Hope you guys have a good week. This is Luna signing off. I hope you have a good week. We will see you next week. <laughs>